Hey all of you out there in Aorzea, welcome to She Heals, I Tank, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. Today is Tuesday, March 27th, and this is episode 116 of the Shit Podcast. I'm your host, Vegan Pete, and always by my side is the lovely... Hey guys, Avi Ale here. How you doing? Pretty good, Avi. How about yourself? It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, and on this fine Tuesday, I'd like to thank all of you lovely people out there who keep on downloading the show each week. My sincerest apologize if you got the show a day late last week. I thought I had some RSS feeds issues sorted out from when we switched over from the Vegan Pete side to site to the She Heals I Tank site, but apparently no, I still have to update the old RSS feed for everyone to get it. Uh, So sorry if your podcast wasn't up for your uh, drive to work on Wednesday. I apologize for that. Oh, and really, real chili, chili, just subbed for eight months in a row. So Aww. thank you for that, chili. And and Twitch likes to point out that almost a year subbed. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, thank you to everyone who is joining us live here on Twitch. Always enjoying, I always enjoy everything that you bring to the show each week. And we're trying to get your thoughts on the game into this show by taking calls on Discord. So Avi has the link to paste in so you guys can join us. And I tweeted it out earlier if you want to go and look through our tweets to find out how you can join our Discord. Ugh, effort. And then once you uh, join our little room, if you have something to say, just join the On Deck channel and then Avi will drag your ass into the On Live part and you can... I'm going to drag your ass into it. Give us your thoughts on Final Fantasy XIV. And thank you so much for the bits, Chili. You got your name up at the top. That's the only reason you did it. You didn't do it because you love us? No, he said just because he's number one. Ah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'd like to hear what you have to say about the game. Join our Discord and get your thoughts on the show. We have a couple of new subs since last week. Chili was kind enough to gift subs to Princess614 and Mirya, so you get to use that new, uh, or not new, but you get to use the little shit emoticon. And also subbing was Sniper Alchemist, which I believe is a resub, so thank you so much for that. I'll be updating the sub all with some new names probably next weekend, because the upcoming one is way too busy for me to do that. And if any of you fine listeners have Amazon Prime, you get a free sub to use on a Twitch channel. We'd really appreciate it if you choose to use it on us. Uh, It lets us do giveaways like we did last week and buy equipment for the show. Uh, So we'd be very honored if you use that on us. And speaking of giveaways, Avi, uh, last week we gave away the Power Up emote. And the the person that won was the person who just retweeted everything. But I DM'd them and asked them if they already had the emote or they wanted a different one. And I told them they had a week to respond and they didn't. Oh. So I redid my little random thing. Okay. And the winner for it was Nova Concepts. And I checked their Twitter and they are a Final Fantasy XIV player. So I will be DMing them after this show for the power up emote and give them a week (laughs) again to respond. (laughs) So say their name again. Nova Concepts, but I will be sending them a DM on Twitter. Oh, okay. Well, just saying. But it's good that they're actually a Final Fantasy XIV player. 
And earlier this week, Avi, AFC mate Atticus gifted you a panda minion. Yeah. So I think we should go ahead and continue the giving. So it will be the same deal. Retweet this episode after I tweet it out. It was really sweet. I have to explain why he gave me the panda minion. So Atticus uh, started playing Final Fantasy XIV. He played WoW and all these other games. I think he's like level 49 bard. He was like, man, all I have is my chocobo. And I'm just so sick of using my chocobo. And he's like, it's just kind of boring. And I was like, I totally get that. And I was like, me being me, I was like, is there a mount I can buy that's not like painful for me to buy? And I so I bought him a zoo mount, which is the really big kind of like fighty dragon bird looking thing. And he was just like so excited that he bought me a minion to thank me. And I was like, it's, it's so cute. It's on my little the Twitch stream now. You can see it. So I don't know. So thank you, Atticus. I, I love my little panda. So I think we'll go ahead and do another giveaway this week. All you have to do is retweet this episode when I tweet it out. What is the giveaway? I was going to leave that up to you. Do you want to do a panda minion? I think it's fitting. Or do you want to do one of the new optional items that they released today? Um, We could do a pair of the um, carbuncle slippers. Okay. We're going to do the carbuncle slippers and you can Spoiler pick the color. Spoiler alert, Avi. I'm sure everyone knows already. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you can let us know which color you want, but we'll, the giveaway will be the adorable little slippers. All right. So let's get right into everyone's favorite segment. Greenleaf Minute. It's the Greenleaf Minute. And today I'm going to talk about a crafting simulator for you to use. Uh, I'm not going to say the whole site on here because it's kind of long. So I will just, uh, paste it into the show notes. Uh, when the blog post goes up and Avi can paste it into the chat right now if she likes. And from this site, you're going to be able to enter your crafting stats and what food you'll be eating and what you want to make. You'll be able to select what you want to make and then play around with the different abilities that you have to see how close you can get to HQing an item and to make sure you have enough uh, CP left and moves left to finish the item. And so you can play around with your rotations for crafting there. And it's really helpful, especially if you're going for a top tier item that's really expensive and you want to test out a couple different rotations before you really commit to it and lose potentially tens of millions of gil. So I don't you... have tens of millions of gil to, to lose because I buy people stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really good for that. And even if it's not a high tier item that you need a rotation for, let's just say it's like your uh, custom deliveries that you know you can uh, get perfect every time. Uh, but you can use your rotation in this, and it will output a macro for you to paste in and make a macro in-game. So you just have to hit that one button every time you want to do custom deliveries. So that's pretty handy as well. And uh, so, yeah, you can use that. And it's a good way to figure out what all your abilities do, too, if you don't, if you don't know them and you don't use them very often. So go check that out. It will be in the show notes. And another thing, um, we had a little break from our housing decor situation, um, which we did live on stream. That has continued again this week. Um, our, our lovely friend Izana was able to come back, and she's putting together, uh, based on kind of the Greenleaf Minute, a crafter's room, which has the crafter's furniture in it, which helps give a buff to level 50 and below crafters when they're near it well yeah. they click on interact with it and be near it so pretty handy nice to have in your fc house to entice new people to come join your fc well, i would say to encourage fc members to level their crafters you say a lot of stuff i don't agree with avi that wouldn't encourage i thought that's totally encouraging i know just disagreeing with you right away 
You're a turd face. Because now it's time for news and notes from around the realm. And we mentioned a couple weeks ago that the Final Fantasy-inspired band, The Primals, are releasing their first album in May. In addition to that, they're going to be on a small tour. In a developer's blog post by Lux Ferris, she details the songs included on the album along with tour dates. Unfortunately, so far, live shows are mostly in Japan, with only a single show in Seoul. Seoul? Seoul. Seoul, Korea. Uh, Really, babe? Really? I told you, I don't mispronounce anything except Uh. on purpose. Uh, Hopefully, if these shows go well, there might be a European and North American tour as well. And uh, so, yeah, there were some hot fixes last night, Avi. Why don't you tell us a little bit about those? Well, there were some hot fixes last night. You want, you want me to tell more than that? Oh, I can tell yes, more than that. Yes, I'd oh. like to hear what they were. They were last night. No? Okay. Uh, so good news. If you're like pretty much everyone and you're fucking sick and tired of getting fireworks from all those animus lockboxes, they have finally been adjusted. So now uh, the Eurekan potions have a chance at dropping and the drop rate of the fireworks items has been in- decreased. Um, in addition, the Eurekan glamour items and the Wicked Winds Whisper orchestrian role no quarter orchestrian role are no longer untradeable however the furniture pieces that you get there we don't have the names written down are still untradeable so like is there any more furniture than just the wardrobe there's two two different wardrobes yeah there's two different wardrobes one is like an open shelf in the center and the one's not um i like i i had 250 lock boxes to turn in today which i know is not much because i haven't i'm only like level 11 in eureka and i had six of those things to turn in or to put down i just like laid them all in the house and then um after 250 lockboxes still no t-rex but i did have almost 70 of the eureka potions and i'd say maybe like 25 30 of the fireworks so it's definitely better than it was i do like that they added the potions in there uh i'm not sure i need that many if you got 70 from about 250 turning in that's kind of a lot yeah it's quite a few i don't go through that many no but you know you're not usually turning in 250 at a time so um they also made it a bit easier for those of you who prefer to solo or simply duo eureka the experience gained while defeating a monster with one or two players has been increased which is great and the chain bonus for chains of 5 10 15 20 25 30 have been increased so that's all really 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 great eureka news um, and I think everyone has been super frustrated with the uh, notorious monsters disappearing while you're fighting them, um, especially as a healer. Like, I don't want to stand up on its, like, ass. I want to be far away. And I kept having to stand there in melee range of the damn thing. And it gets annoying. It just gets dragged a little bit further and it just disappears. Gone. And I'm like, God damn it. Um, so they fixed that. Um, and hopefully they uh, won't be disappearing so much. We'll have to see how it all works out. And thank you for that resub, Eskimono Fono. Four months in a row for you. Aww. Thank you much. Um, there are new optional items that are also available from the Mog Station now. Um, of course, it's now time for the Hatching Tide event. So now last year's rewards can be purchased with cash dollars if you missed out on those. Um, the items include the acceleration, acceleration, I don't know, <laughs> acceleration system for a single character, which is the egg mount that costs $12. Um, it does pop open and a little chocobo chick kind of pew pew. Pops out. It's pretty cute. It was, was a pretty cool one. It is I a cool like map. I don't really use it very often, but it's a really cute one. Um, and also, only for a single character if right. you buy this. Right. Single character. Which is one of the most annoying things they do. It's what it's all about them dollar dollar bills. 
Um, <laughs> I'm so white. So how many dollar dollar bills is it going to cost? I them? already said this. You were not listening I to wasn't. me. <laughs> I'm like, all that was said. Um, you can also get the authentic egg extravagant interior wall for $5. Um, there are new items, which include the emerald carbuncle slippers for $6 each. Um, and also the, um, we're mind blanking on another color, topaz. Emerald and the topaz carbuncle slippers. I always feel like the emerald should be the blue ones. And so it throws me. And with the em- like, because the topaz. And- mm. Yeah, I just, I don't know. All right. So that's what our giveaway this week will be for retweeting this week's episode. You will get your choice of the emerald of or the topaz carbuncle slippers. Yes. There is also a mega flare emote for a whopping $12. Um, it kind of looks like that power up emote, but with the big old mega flare from Bahamut. Um, so it's kind of cool looking, but I don't know if, I don't know if I'd want to spend $12 on an emote. Um, in addition, they are pleased to introduce a new shopping cart feature, which is about fucking time, which allows users to purchase multiple items with a single transaction. That drives me fucking nuts every time. Chili, I don't know how you give away so many things. Cause that's like every one of those things you gave away had to be an individual transaction. And I'm just like, Ugh. Now we can just throw them all in the cart all at once. Like a normal online <laughs> shopping cart. Like every other shopping cart on any other web store. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> and since we've had a big addition in the form of Eureka, it's time for another free login campaign. And this might be new to some of you, so let's go through the details of how this works. Uh, for someone to be eligible for this campaign, their account needs to have been inactive for at least 30 days. And the campaign is live now, and it lasts until May 6th at 9, uh, 7.59 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It started today, um, March 27th. That's what we say now. So whenever you're listening to this, March 27th through May 6th. And they will be able to log in for 96 hours during this campaign. The catch is that it has to be consecutive hours. So as soon as you start... Uh, your time starts counting down from 96 hours. You can't pick five hours here and, uh, you know, 10 10 hours, you know, 10 days later. Right. So it's four days for those of you that can't divide by 24. Like Avi. What the fuck? (laughs) And your time actually starts not when you log into the game and press, you know, on your character to play. It actually starts as soon as you uh, start the patcher to download the latest patch. Start the patcher? That's what it's called. I've never heard anyone say that. Um, so don't do that. Don't patch until you're ready to start playing. If you know you're not going to be able to play until the weekend, don't get greedy and start patching on Monday. Just wait until you're ready to play. Okay. So... There was a pretty interesting thread I read on Reddit this week posted by Just Finish It, and it was titled, I just de-leveled from level 20 to level 10 in Eureka. Here's what I can confirm. That's what he titled it. Oh, my god! I assume that he had lost those levels from the bug that some people experienced, uh, where you'd log back in, and all of a sudden you lost a ton of levels from Eureka. However, this guy actually leveled to 20 and then purposely died until they were all the way back to level 10. So he was just playing around for to shits learn. and giggles yeah. to figure out what would happen. All right. So the main point to take away from this is that when you de-leveled, you still had five Magicite. Okay. 
And if you know, oh, I see what you're saying. Like, the little the magicites are a huge buff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you have five at level ten, you're gonna burn through all of those level ten mobs. That makes sense. So this could be a viable way to power level someone, so you mm. can kill some uh, mobs higher than your what your level is. Or if you want to just keep, you, you don't want the leveling to ever end. You just you know keep making it start over. over yeah, again. I mean, once you hit twenty, <laughs> there's not much to do. Right. Uh, it's all the same from level t- 10 to 20. You're a god. <laughs> so he surmised that the only reason to do this is if you're helping a lower level person and you're just doing it by killing mobs, not riding the Zerg train. And so with the hot fixes, they made the experience much better for killing solo and in duos. So this might even be a more viable strategy now. Uh, but I did see one person post on Reddit that even starting from chain one, you were getting a pretty sizable chunk of XP. So I think they are trying to make it easier for people who don't want to join the Zerg right now. And they can good. just either kill a few on their own or maybe do it with just a couple friends. And I think that's a good choice. It's nice to have the option. Also, I do want to say something, you guys. Like, um, not trying to push the whole Twitch thing, like because we're, we don't stream all that much. But I do have to say that Chili's like a little gift whore right now. He's he's posted two codes for Carbuncle slippers in this uh, live stream right now. So you never know what's going to happen on Twitch live stream. So if you guys have the chance on a Tuesday afternoon at, or evening at six thirty Pacific Standard Time, come join us and maybe you'll get some free shit. Okay, at least a chance at it. I know you said you were watching Discord, but there's someone on the on-deck circle. Well, I was, but then I was reading a thing. All right. Why don't we try to bring Oak Hops into live on air, and we'll see what he has to say. So I just click and drag and pull him in? That should work. I'm going to drag your ass, Oaken. Oh, yeah, I dragged him so good. Hi, Oaken. Can you hear us? Hello, do you hear me? Yeah, we hear you, Oaken. What? Look, Pete made a thing work. Pete made a thing work. Oh, <laughs> 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 there we go. I had to close the stream. Otherwise, it would have been like looking Echoey. into the past. Yes. So what do you have to tell us about Eureka or Final Fantasy XIV in general? Well, I got a little feedback on Eureka. It was kind of a roller coaster of emotions. When I first logged in there, it was a lot of fun. Did kind of the old school grinding, died to snaky boys and whatnot. Good times. A <laughs> um, couple days later when I went back in, that's when the North America Great Zerg train began. Yeah. Really different experience. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of killing the terrain. You know, we always ruin everything. I don't think this was the way that Square Enix meant for us to play it. I think they probably play tested it with 144 people over there, you know, in like groups of eight, just doing their own thing, thinking that's what we're going to do too, not expecting us to go well, on the Zerg. And I'm assuming everyone they have going in like knows how Eureka's supposed to work, air quotes, and doesn't, you know, go, hmm, how can I fuck this shit up faster? Yeah, it had just turned into a giant AFK and that if you wanted to actually hunt mobs, you were risking losing out on the NMs. And if you lose one NM, all yeah. your grinding's pretty much for nothing. Pretty much, yeah. It's exhausting. And that's a big point because you call it the AFK train and I'll actually log into instances and ask where the AFK train is. Oh. <laughs> and But if you're level you know, 6 and we're, we're at a level 15 NM killing those mobs, there's really nothing for them to do there. And if they are you know, trying to kill their mobs outside of the starting area, they're not going to make it back to the NM in time to be able to kill it. Unless they get really lucky. And, so. and yeah, I think that 
thankfully, there's a lot of ways that they could easily fix it. I mean, I've always thought just have the NMs cast a 70 to 90 second invulnerability buff on themselves. That would give people time to get over there. They could hunt freely. They could just increase trash mob X, but I think overall they made really good foundation with Eureka that they can build off of. It's good content, just needs a little refining. I, I do agree with that, and they are going to be expanding it, whether it's another zone or you know maybe just like unlocking a new part of the map. They can just add one to the same zone because I think like if they add a new zone, the current one's kind of going to go to waste with not enough people using it. Well, I also felt with like the the Zerg train mentality is that if I I tend to to do content a little slower, I don't like to like push through it all. But I realized that with the way the Zerg train's going, if I wait and everybody's already leveled, then they're going to stop even doing the lower level notorious monsters, and I'm just not going to get the experience I would if I do don't do if I did it now. So I like yeah. had to make a point to do it now, and I didn't really like feeling forced to play. And that kind of prevents people from doing their own thing, like getting a group of eight. It's the fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I see. Uh, thank you for that call, Oaken. Uh, why don't you? I see we have a couple other in the on deck. Don't don't tell me Go what ahead to and do. One. Thank Bye, you so Oak. much, Oaken. Thank you. You're awesome. All right, I'm gonna bring Pyro in because Chili. I, while I love you, honey, you've you've been on our podcast. So I'm bringing Pyro in for the first time. Hey, Pyro. Uh, I heard us. You gotta mute us. Yeah. So, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, Pyroxian, how are you doing? No, I'm fine. So I actually have two things to say about that uh, train. For once, it actually do work pretty well if you get a group that actually do the lower content as well, mm-hmm. depending on... Because we had yesterday uh, one group actually focused on the lower ones to get the lower ones up. Yeah, that but, does uh, work. The, if you do have... Um, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I say I have seen that a couple of times where the Zerg train will break off into two separate ones, a high level one and a low level one, because I think I'm level 15 now and I went to the level one Cactuar one Mm -hmm. and I only got like 2000 XP from that. So that one's really not worth it for the high level people. So if there's a if there's a decent amount of lower level people in the instance, then it's pretty beneficial to them to do their own uh, lower level ones because they can still spawn those pretty quickly. And then occasionally they'll, if uh, one of the higher level ones is close enough, they'll be able to run and make it to that. So I think for the lower level people, it's ideal if you can get enough people to start your own little low level Zerg. Yeah, I can agree with that. But then again, most of the time they are going to only be like the most people in there are high level now since they've been surging for like a week or so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, can't all be yeah. like chilly with every single one weapon already. No, I'm just kidding. He's not that far along. Um, but I also think that by having at least two different Zerg trains, you're going to avoid the whole AFK train that everybody was talking about because if you have less people in each group, you'll need more people to actually do the attacking and you won't be that level five person trying to kill a level 10, you know, or like 10 is fine, but like 15 mob where you're like, hey, this guy like dodged is every single thing I throw at him so you'll feel like a little more useful and you won't die to every freaking cleave yeah I think one problem they did though was they actually didn't have uh, really good zones for the lower level mobs they just smashed them in together like level 9 mobs around level 3 area and stuff like that yeah it's really annoying for the whole aggro situation and I think a way to combat this would be maybe increase the XP when a fate is within like one or two levels of you. Mm-hmm. So 
instead of going on the Zerg train when you're low, lower level, you know, if it was worth more doing those lower level NMs, people would do them more often and break off from the train. So bad. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that would also be a good thing. Uh, one thing they should add as well, uh, let's take this from another game uh, from Guild Wars 2, the, where I actually did, they done a lot of Zerg trains as well. They should have some kind of command tag, so they would actually have uh, someone in charge of the trains. Because usually you have like one or three people trying to go away and mm-hmm. do different yeah. stuff, and the train splits up really easily. Well, and you have people trying to organize it who um, only pay attention to the time that things are up and not actually the uh, geography of the map. Because it makes sense to do time and distance. If you're spending so much time running from one area to the next because it's the one that has the next time to spawn, like you're not always doing it the most efficient way. Like you really need to have it. I, I, well, wait, that's going to come out next. Is they're going to have the map where it's like, this is the most efe- efficient order to do them in. And so um, I expect that to come out pretty soon. And it's nice when you have yeah. a Zerg uh, train conductor instead of just everyone doing their own thing. It's like doing the frontline PvP yeah. when you actually have somebody, you know, in Alliance chat saying, hey, go here, go there, go, you know, your group does so much Yeah, better. and that is something that actually is missing. They should have one more... Uh to be uh, more of that person because it's annoying when you get into Eureka and you have like three people going like, oh, let's go there. No, no, let's go there. No, let's go this way. That would be a and good thing to suggest. up the train. And then to, nothing gets done. To do on the, the um, forums exactly. because of something that's been implemented in another game, they'd actually have context to compare it to, see how someone actually did it. So that's more viable an option than saying, hey, you should do this, but here's no information on how. Yeah. So I don't know. Thank you. I think that's a great, cho- uh, great thought, Pyro, and it's really nice that you called in. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you, Pyro. Talk to you next time. Yeah. All right. Looks like we got one more on the on deck circle. Everyone's favorite pepper. Hey, Chili. Can you hear us, Chili? Wake up, Chili. Oh, I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Running back to the computer. There he is. All right. Hopping out of bed to get to the microphone. (laughs) That's exactly what it was. What do you got to Uh, add? I don't know. I just clicked it thinking, oh, okay, I should do this. Because... <laughs> Any excuse uh, to be on a podcast, right, Julie? Pretty much. <laughs> I want to add that um, people are starting to use the tracker website more mm-hmm. to track when the NMs are up and when people join in and ask where the train is, people just will give the link so people can find out which NMs have died and which NMs are going to be coming up soon. Because the tracker will tell you when they're ready to spawn again. The only thing I don't like about the tracker is that in order to update it, you have to have the password. Like, I think there is public ones as well as the private one, but mm. the private one is a good idea. Yeah, I've only, I've only been part I'm, of them. Yeah. And for anyone not aware of that, I will be talking about that in the community roundup. Look at you go. You, guys, you, oh, and, you and Chili are like soulmates. <laughs> So you got a little preview from Chili. Yeah. Sorry and, about that, Pete. Oh, don't worry about it. And Steal his thunder any day, Chili. Thank you for dropping and all Pyro of those. Pyro just shared uh, the link, so thank you, Pyro. Dropping all of those carbuncle codes in our chat for our lovely listeners. No worries. They deserve a little gift while they're listening to an awesome show. Uh, thank so you sweetheart. so much, Chili, and thank you for calling we, in today. We need to be better about doing that, too. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we'll try. I can get to bed. Bye, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Bye, Chili. <laughs> Bye-bye, Chili. Thank you for the call. 
All right. So I'm happy we finally got some people to call in this week. Yeah, thank you guys. I, and I hope our other listeners enjoyed that. And you guys know that you can call in. You don't have to do- join us on Twitch to do that, but you'll know at least when we're live. Um, and the Discord link, uh, Pete will share it in the blog post and it will never expire. So you can uh, randomly join that whenever and hope Pete and somebody's online, maybe even chat with him. And uh, Avi is at her computer with Discord open. So if you have something that maybe isn't our main discussion, you can type it out. And if she thinks it's uh, worth something worth talking about, she might drag you in. So. Or if throughout the show there's something else you hear and you're like, oh, that's wrong. I need to I need to correct Pete because no, Avi's never no, wrong. No, don't call it correct me. No, no. <laughs> that's just bad. We'd have callers all show if people just called in to correct me. <laughs> all right. So moving on from Eureka. Um, well, Oh, no. I wanted to, I wanted to know if you had any suggestions for Eureka because I feel like you're kind of just going with the flow. You don't really get that much fun out of it. Like we have fun when we're on Discord, mm-hmm. but when it's just it's not like, because of Eureka necessarily. Yeah. Um, I am having less fun with Eureka now that it's become the AFK chain uh, or train. Um, I I like the idea of the the smaller groups, the lower level group and the higher level group. But it was kind of fun. Like this last time we did it, I actually ran into some players that. Uh, we play with on our server, and I just sat and chatted with one of them the entire time, which I was a healer, so, you know, I was, like, making sure people were alive, and I was resing people, but I was just having conversations with her, so that was kind of fun, but it wasn't fun because of Eureka, um, and I loved the idea that Pyro had for having, like, a general or, you know, someone yeah. essentially who's, like, organizing it. Um, I, I didn't play Guild Wars 2, so I don't know how that worked out. But I really do think it's a it's a clever idea. And I think it's something that should be implemented for Frontlines as well. Yeah, that's something I could do if I knew the NMs better. But sometimes they call out a monster's name. And I'm like, I have no idea where that I is. I also wish that when they called out the monster's name, like, the position automatically, like, showed up as well. So I could, like, see a flag on my map. And, like, that's where we're going. I've done Eureka four times. And... And the past two times, I just kind of focus on resing people and not dying because I'm still only, I just made 11. So, um, and yeah. Arciala in chat says it needs more dailies. They go in once a week to cap mendacity. Uh, and I was watching Klaus from Phoenix Down Radio last week on his stream, and he capped mendacity on Tuesday going into Eureka, just doing Eureka wow. the whole time. How long was he in Eureka for, though? Like uh, one one time? I think he said he was like streaming for eight hours or okay, something so it's like that. a lot of Eureka. <laughs> I'm like, because I'm usually like hour and a half, maybe two hours. And I'm like, I can't handle this anymore. That's that's maximum Eureka capacity. And Desmond, the patient, says, I wish they wouldn't get salty for not hunting the monster uh, the train is hunting. Yeah. Which I don't know why people would get. I haven't really experienced that yet. Because sometimes, you know, if they're doing flares, we'll break off and kill bears. And at that point, you're just like trying to pop more monsters. Like, I don't, I don't see why anyone would have a problem doing that. Pyro suggests the one thing they should also change as well is that the healer should get the notorious monster even if they don't hit it because they're resing people. Well, that does make sense. Um, that's some, that's like a, a standard dynamic element to Final Fantasy in order to get credit for the mob. But you only have to hit it once. So hit it once and the res- if your party's doing the damage and then you're resing people, you'll get credit for it. But you just have to interact with the, the creature at least once and then you'll get credit. So throw up whatever instant cast you've got on it and then go back to resing or healing or whatever you need to do. And that just might be a harder thing to program as well because you have to do like a check to see if you're in the area, a check to do if you did a res. Yeah, well, and um, it, well, it just kind of like helps with your party knowing. Um, and I think that'll be easier 
so long as the notorious monsters don't disappear as much. That's what made it kind of difficult is I had to run all the way up there to make sure I could see that motherfucker and then poke him and then run away. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Sorry, I think they are on the right track with the changes, making it easier to solo and duo. And I'd like them to do more of that. So hopefully, I I know people have been saying that we're probably only going to get like maybe four more zones uh, since that's like the patch cycle we've had in the past. But I kind of feel that they want to do one with every element. So who knows? Maybe we will get a couple Eureka only patches between like when the normal one ends at like 4.5. Maybe we'll get up to 4.7, but that's like just going to be Eureka. Or maybe we'll keep getting Eureka in 5.0. Because there's usually like six or nine months between the last patch and the new expansion. Mm -hmm. So if they add Eureka in there to keep us busy until the new expansion, I wouldn't mind that at all makes sense to me you are a big fan of the eureka so pete actually that's something that we haven't really brought up um with as hyped as you were you were like on the super eureka hype train like the speculation how do you feel about it uh it's definitely not perfect well did you expect it to be for as many times as they (laughs) delayed it i kind of wanted it to be a little more interesting okay uh i from what we got i don't think it was worth the pushbacks like i think they originally wanted to have it ready at 4.0 or 4.1 yeah i really wish that they had um just increased the starting level of like the relic gear and stuff because it feels like everything else it was pushed back but that wasn't accounted for the pushback like it feels like it it should have been a few like 4.2 or what are we at right now 4.2? we're at 4.25 it should feels like that should have been like 4.1 yes this definitely feels like i feel like the first relic weapon that we got should have been probably 4.0 and then the plus one 4.1 and now yeah. the plus two and animos this yeah. one so it's kind of kind of and the levels are a bit off out of sync yeah a little bit so huh. all right can can i move on from eureka now um since you asked nicely <laughs> and asked your master you may. I'm going to throw my cat at you. He's <laughs> <laughs> got claws. Go ahead, throw that pussy at me. I don't care. Oh, God. Why you ruin it? Put a little blood in my dick. No, it came back. I blame you, person who told me a story earlier today for him saying that. All right. <laughs> All right. So we did get the new Hatching Tide event this week. Uh, in this year's Hatching Tide, it's very upsetting because our usual event planner did not have her standard dream so that she knows what our event should be. Oh no, you guys. Like, I know you were all, all as heartbroken as I was. Whatever shall we do? <laughs> I'm so sad she didn't have her dream, Pete. Like, were you like devastated? Uh, so emotionally so invested. I might have hit the escape button and <laughs> skip cutscene for Hatching Tide. <laughs> so this one is all you, Baba. Yeah. Well, this is, this is a little satire. Uh, not only that, but it seems that someone has been stealing the eggs that have been put out for the celebration. Egads, what will become of this year's hatching tide? Naturally, we're sent out to investigate the scene. So don't worry, guys. We're going to figure this shit out. Where we team up with another one of the Aliopos sisters, cousins, whatever the fuck she is. There's so many Aliopos. There are. They're like all over. There's just a horde of them. We see Leah or Lei or Lei or L-E-I-H, who we know from the original Bard Quest, but she's kind of hardly recognizable with that hideous egg hat thing on her head with her ears poking out. So we start looking for clues who the fuck's stealing these eggs. And the biggest clue sounds like it's a giant pube. 
Mm. Yeah, that's right. I said it. That's a, quite the character. A giant pube. It's described as a coarse, twisted, black hair. Ew. I don't know about you guys, but like the only walking genitalia that I could think of in this game, other than Lala's, are the Spriggan. Shots fired at the Lala's. <laughs> Who also happens to have an affinity for hatching tight eggs? So our little genit- walking genitalia covered in pubes with the two ears. Stealing our eggs. Of course, because we're the warrior of light, obviously. We eventually find that motherfucking Spriggan. And Leah shoots him with her fucking arrow. And he, like, looks like he'd been shot with, like, I don't know, happy juice arrow. Like, he's on the ground, like, just, like, uh Like, I, I kind of miss, I didn't, Matt, I didn't screenshot him. Because he was, like, big-ass grin. He's a happy walking genitalia. He's like, that arrow poked me so good. I did it, see that part. Yeah, it was, it was kind of amazing. All right. And so, you're like, fuck yeah, bard kitty. Kill that fucking pube. And then, this other... Mending Mikote shows up and she's all pissed off that the Spriggan was shot, even though he looks really fucking happy about it. And then she declares that it was a different Spriggan than this Spriggan, Riggy, and he can actually help us find the other Spriggan walking pube because he didn't do it. And we just have to give him a link pearl and then like guide him to the, the eggs with the other Spriggans. We gave him a pearl necklace link on pearl. the pube? Link pearl. Oh. Not a pearl necklace. Not anal beads. No, no. Link pearl. I, I kind of feel like you don't know what a pearl necklace is. I might not. I'm okay with that. So, why you gotta go and throw off my mojo? I had a whole thing. I'm sure chat will tell you eventually. I don't, I don't need to know. I'm cool. So, once we give Riggy the genitalia the link pearl to guide him to the eggs... Uh, it does the thing that Square Enix seems to really, really love doing now with the seasonal events, and it opens a, wait for it, wait for it, a mini game! Oh my god, I'm so shocked. I actually enjoyed this one. No, no, I know, I'm not, not bashing the mini game. I'm just like, that's like their new thing. That's, which I love the mini games, they're fun, but like, who doesn't love a good mini game? I mean, come on, whatever. So we finally get our Mario-esque side-scrolling minigame. Don't get hit by the mobs or try to kill them by jumping on their heads like you normally do in side-scrolling games because that hurts you too. And gather <laughs> all the eggs. Yay, eggs. All the eggs. Did you get enough on your first try? Yeah, I beat it on my first I try. I did not. I took know. me three times. Three tries. <laughs> you did not play enough Mario as a child. Well, it was because I was trying to use the A and D keys on my keyboard. Stop with the excuses. But my mouse cursor was on it, so you it expected me to do You make fun of me, me for not knowing my- what a pearl necklace is, but you took fucking three times to beat the side-scrolling walking genitalia game. Not knowing what a pearl necklace is worse. No, it's not. Like the chat says, Google it. I don't want to. Don't care. Never seen two girls, one cup. Not going to Google it. Don't care about the pearl necklace. Not going to Google it. Anyways. So, you can actually play this game only once in the story. But then it's available in the toy chest at the end. So, go play it all the time so you don't suck like Pete and you can be more like Avi and beat it on your first try. Yeah. Are you sure you can't kill him by jumping on him? I thought I did it one time. No, I tried. Well, I, I had no luck. Maybe someone else did, but I did not. I like... And intentionally tried jumping on their heads and I was like well fuck that then I won't do that um, so once you complete the mini game then you head back to the amphitheater in Gridania from there you discover two super incredibly amazing things one that the healer Mikote was actually Geely 
our lady who like has the dreams and the fact that she like actually had the dream but her dream about the hatching tide was that like it involved tricking us with this whole egg spriggan link pearl thing felt very scooby-doo-esque to me like and it sounds like exception you meddling kids i fooled you ma-ha-ha it was me the entire time i was kind of like meh um and we also find out through some crazy roundabout story that the Hatching Tide Mikote and Lei Alipo are actually first cousins. Like, oh my god. Can you believe it? The two Alipos are actually related? I, I don't know what I would have done without this information, you guys. Like, I think was... there's so many Alipos that they're probably the first cousin to just about everyone. Well, I assume they were sisters. So, like, to me, that was just... Uh, maybe some people were excited by this information, but I was kind of like... And I'm doing the masturbation motion right now. Um, <laughs> That's not like, how girls masturbate, Avi. They help. So after you complete the main scenario seasonal quest for the Hatching Tide, there is also an additional set of quests that open up. In these quests, you go out and you set up egg baskets, and then you sit back and watch what happens. I don't know. I only did the first one because it made me feel like a creeper. Like... I, I, you walk up and you like set the basket down and then you like watch who picks up the basket. You're like, I'm gonna see these people play with my eggs. And I just, I didn't like it. Um, maybe I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to continue doing this quest before we run out of time this week so that like I can talk about it for you guys next week. And, uh, but yeah, so I, I didn't like, I don't like, I'm, an, I'm not a peeping Tom. I was a little bummed that after I wanted to run it again to get more rewards, it wasn't the same minigame. Right. Because I was like, oh, sweet. This one is so quick. Like, uh-huh. it's not like that last maze that we had to go through mm-hmm. over and over th- that again. Fun, for- it I was fun, It was fun, but I don't need it. work as a team. I know, but I don't want to do it a hundred times just to get some shitty rewards. And... So I was hoping I'd just be able to do the same mini game over and over because it took like what thirty seconds. Yeah, it was really it was fast, really easy. That's what I told you, I was like, "Go ahead and try it. It's really fast. It's fun. It's silly." Um, but yeah, it was weird. Like the story for this, like I honestly wish they would have played off of the pube joke more than the like two lines about it being a dark, coarse, curly hair. Like I think if they like how they did with the year of the cock and they really played up the year of the cock, if they like played up that the Spriggans are essentially walking vaginas or i don't know like i think that would be really funny uh but they didn't two spriggans next to each other pair of nuts hairy nutsack sure you know it's it's you know zoom in on the ears dangling and they just you can't really tell what those two things are and like i don't know i just feel like they could have really made it i love it when they do that kind of raunchy silly thing because the story's not that good and this was one of those times that the story wasn't that good so they could have gone much more ridiculous with it and i would have loved that so so instead i did it for you guys and i hope you enjoyed it uh i actually really enjoyed just a simple mini game like that like i almost prefer that more than the valentine's day maze well no i'm not gonna say i like the the change i like the different kinds of mini games i like that they're all very different i like that we had the one that was like old school final fantasy where it was like 1d essentially and you're walking through the maze and then like when it, when it's just simple rewards, I w- I want to do something that's easily repeatable. You're lazy. I mean, when it's something good, I'll do something over and over and over again. Like me. <laughs> yes, that was so funny. <laughs> he, I actually made him go silent, guys. <laughs> he was like, 
Because uh, I knew I could get myself in trouble if I... No, uh, don't, don't, you're back, <laughs> you're making yourself in trouble now by saying that. All right, yeah, don't cock it up, as Chili said. <laughs> All right, so moving on, Pete, you wrote this next segment about another kind of seasonal-ish specialty series. Well, he's a little more than seasonal. He's going to be in every .05 patch from now on. Oh, he is. I had not heard that. So he'll be in patch 4.35 next. So we still have a wait for him. But in case anyone didn't know, there was more to patch 4.25 other than just Eureka. What? Even though, even though that's what we've been talking about the whole time. What? I and... actually am, and, and I actually am not caught up on this. So this is all going to be new to me because I actually didn't read it either because I wanted like genuine reactions, whether it's like, oh. Or, oh. So I guess a little bit of a spoiler alert. If you don't want to be spoiled on everyone's favorite inspector, Hildebrand, uh, do not close out Twitch. Just mute us. (laughs) Let us keep that that number up there, that viewer number. Thank you kindly. So uh, after I finish this sentence, I will get into the story. And then we'll let you know when we're done. You should have us muted if you don't want to hear about Hildebrand, starting now. (laughs) We start out by meeting up with everyone's favorite deputy inspector, Nashu Makaraka. And... (laughs) I'm not even like... You're just an idiot. (laughs) Sorry. That's her name. Say it again. Nashu Makaraka. (laughs) Okay. It's like maracas. And if you remember, we're still trying to just track down Hildebrand. Like, we haven't even got to Hildebrand yet. And we're on the case of the wolf burglar because we figure that Hildy would seek out the most interesting case. And this is the one that we believe is just the duck's nuts. And oh my God. Sorry. Pete heard that saying on an episode of The Magicians uh, this past season, and he's been obsessed with it. And I was wondering when it was going to come up in the podcast. And like, have you said it before? I don't know. Oh, he loves it. Sorry. The duck's nuts. That's his new, that's the new blood in his dick. The duck's nuts. All right. Continue. Sorry. And we might have a break in the case. Many people have glimpsed the burglar and Nashu has sketched their reports, their eyewitness reports. Her picture is pretty amazing. It looks like a cross between Shrek and a wolf. Like you do. And the sketch. Wait, so she drew you. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Very hairy. And the sketch doesn't help much, but we're off to question people. We learn that he might be a Robin Hood type, only stealing from the rich. And so good, he does it in broad daylight. You go, dude. And one guy had a vase stolen by him and wants him killed. Not my vase. Flogged and drugged through Kugane. Just a bad... Didn't like that guy. He's kind of a dick. All right. Um, but we meet up with Shiguri, who's kind of like the samurai guy who wants to be part of the Sekasugami, like, police force in Kugani. But is he, like, but no not one... good and he wants to be part of it? He's or... good. He just isn't. He's not in the in crowd. Oh, poor guy. I get it. And so we meet up with him, and he's also looking for the wolf and lets us know of a private auction in which many foreign wares are to be featured among some particularly extraordinary items. So, of course, we're off to the auction. You know what's up first for auction, Avi? A queer, misshapen fiend captured in the mountainous wilds of Yancha. It's amazing. So, this turns out to be 
and I don't know how to say this creature's name. I go Keykern. Sure. Q I Q I R N. Sure. Keykern. Uh, this is uh, one of, you know, do you remember Memeroon's trading post outside of Bronze Lake? I do remember them. They're kind of like um, ratty looking, like chubby. They do call them like rat faced creatures yeah. or something like yeah. that. So that's the kind of guy I'm talking about. And it, apparently they're buying him to eat him. Oh, no. <laughs> no. That reminds me of like the new um, Star Trek show where they like went into the alternate universe and the one pe- guy who was like a normal person on the ship and they eat them and another like, no. Sorry if that didn't make sense to anyone who hasn't watched the show. <laughs> you explained it so well. I'm so good with words. So <laughs> after that little guy is auctioned off to be eaten. Uh, next up is a. He doesn't get eaten. They don't sell him, do they? No, oh, they sell him. He was boughten. He was bought. Boughten is not a word. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> so okay. we don't actually see him get eaten that yet. That doesn't matter. Either. He's still like. Okay, sorry. I'm getting loud. Go Next ahead. up is a statue from Eorzea. This turns out to be the Eorzean gentleman statue, which looks a lot like Hildebrand frozen in place. But isn't he missing? He is missing. That's him. That's always going to be him. It's not that clever. And Nashu thought the same thing. Her plan is to throw a bomb at him, mm, mm-hmm. but we stop her. Why? But just the threat did get his expression to change. <laughs> so he's still frozen and just his face is the wacky. Because you can't like do like logic with Hildebrand. <laughs> There's no logic. So in the middle of a bidding war for statue Hildy, a smoke bomb is thrown and a boom. Hildy's been stolen by the wolf burg- burglar. I always want to say the, Bolgar. That, so literally the Robin Hood guy actually was a wolf man. How do you know? Because you called him the wolf burglar. The wolf. That's his name. Oh, okay. And a witness says they saw a lupin. So yes, a wolf person carrying a statue and we track him to the Ruby Sea. You act like I was crazy for saying that, dude. So on the island of Becco, we see a wolf or at least what we thought was a wolf. It's actually a dead man who has the werewolf Halloween outfit on. Oh, gosh. Turns out he's actually one of Zombie Hildy's gentle dead man. That's awesome. If you remember them out in southern old earth, southern Thanalan. I totally do. Because they always used to, your like daily hunts were always out there. So he's been like, he heard that there were other dead people or dead gentlemen around this area. So he's checking it out. And he's also looking for a... their leader, Zombie, Zomba, Zomba, Zombie Hildebrand. I forget what they called him. Zomba Brand. Um, but he feels Hildy's presence and we follow him. And we finally find him and Nashu is super excited that the wolf man that we find, the wolf burglar, looks just like her sketch. Does it really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but Nashu's Nashu and she's super excited about I it. I did it. And the wolf zombie brand burglar zombie brand. The burglar runs away with the statue of Hildy on his back. Nashu breaks out some dango bombs. So those like three colored dango treats (laughs) with a stick through them. But they're bombs. Throw them in my mouth. And just (laughs) hurls them towards the burglar with uh, Hildebrand on his back. (laughs) And Hildebrand sees him coming and gets the goofy Hildebrand expression on his face again. And actually gets unstuck, is able to catch the dango by the stick. Like you do. 
pulls it back to throw it away so it he explodes. doesn't get exploded. Throws it. And all the bombs fell off the stick right underneath him, and he just throws the stick. <laughs> well played, Square Enix. That is some good, like, coyote and roadrunner humor right that's there. That's the best part of Hildebrand yeah, quests. Yeah, it's it's the new coyote and roadrunner. Like, but there's only the coyote and every we have new roadrunner every time. So the dango bombs go off, and as the smoke clears, we see uh hildebrand hanging off the side of a cliff along at along with the burglar hanging off like the opposite side of the cliff right right. hanging on for dear life dear life and we're asked our character is asked who should we save oh and i picked hildebrand of course you did and nashu says nah he's a survivor let's get the wolf burglar (laughs) because yeah if he falls he's totally gonna live so Hildy lets go and drills himself into the ground below. So he's oh. stuck with his uh, ass up like he always does. Yeah, with his torn little leader. And before down. we can grab the wolf, he lets go as well. And his eagle mount comes and saves him. So Wolf Burglar does escape, makes it to another day. All right. And somehow Hildy unstuck himself and runs right back up to us. Because he's a survivor. He's excited to be in the Far East. He's never been here before. And he runs off to find a case. We find Hildy, and he's with another Keykern. It's a, a different wa- one? Wayward Keykern. So he hasn't helped the one? Whose friend has been kidnapped. Yay, we're going <laughs> to save him from being eaten. And it turns out the Keykern resemble a rat man of Far Eastern folklore. The flesh of which some believe bestows everlasting life. That makes sense. So then. that is why they he was bought him. to be eaten. Like like the pecker of the um dwarves the, in the Game of Thrones. Pecker? Of the oh, dwarves in oh, Game yeah. of Thrones are magical. That's right. <laughs> no, I actually have a reference. <laughs> okay, continue. I didn't know you were talking about Game of Thrones. I thought I just thought it was like a family value, your family passed on or something. <laughs> That's why I never, Fun eat, fact. I never eat the food at Christmas over there. Oh, it's like pecker of dwarf pie. <laughs> I'm so going to make that for you. Yeah. Um, so I head back to Kugani to track down who abducted this poor rat man. Because mm. we know that, you know, he was sold at auction. Must be there somewhere. And we go back to the auction broker. We try to arrest him. But Hildy has no jurisdiction here. Oh, no, Hildy. Luckily, a solemn Sekasugumi comes to arrest him. And the Keykern is released. The two friendly Keykerns are reunited together. Yay. And they were just traitors, you know, in the area. Traitors. Just like T-R-A-D. Yeah, it sounded, like you, it sounded like you said trait. So well, they're free to go on their trading way. Hopefully not get snatched up and eaten by anyone else. Hide your peckers. So that that guy that's been with us this whole time, who's kind of trying to get into the Sekasugami, is like, hey, I did a good job. I helped them find them to the main Sekasugami guy. Yeah. He's like, no, you did this all for yourself. And it wasn't I, very selfless. I actually could tell, like, they didn't, you didn't write anything about that. So I'm assuming now he's kind of part of Hildebrand's gang. Yeah. So now. He's like the Tide Kugami. Hildebrand's you know? like, you're on my team. I will show you the way and you will become this great person. Did he get a new outfit? No, he's like in the old school tattered Hildebrand outfit. No, 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 mid-drift. not him. The, the... Uh, no, I don't think he got a new outfit okay, either. Not yet, at least. So All I right. think from now on, it will be the main three of Hildebrand, Nashu, and this new guy, Shigumi, or something like that. And they'll be having adventures that we tag along on. 
And now we have to wait until 4.35. So it was really good. I liked it a lot. It's just so long to wait in mm. between. And we don't get any sort of new encounter with this, which is a little disappointing, even though I didn't expect it. So That's fair. how disappointed can you be if you're not expecting it? It's a surprise. All right. Are we done with Hildy? Can I let our listeners in Twitch know they can unmute? Uh, yes, you may. That's all Avi, I just noticed your Discord is down. What if people are trying to talk to us? I had to close it to type in <laughs> Twitch. Like, I can't have them open and see the outline at the same time. That's okay. Thank you for letting me know that it's okay. You're forgiven. I appreciate your permission. <laughs> all right. So now it's time for the Community Roundup partner <laughs> and we uh, kind of teased this a little bit earlier we didn't tease it we talked about it <laughs> <laughs> it's a tracker for eureka ffxiva-eureka.com and this really is a great site for tracking the notorious monsters in the in your eureka instance so wait what did you just say in your eureka instance okay it sounded like a in <laughs> I am a mumbler. I know. So Enunciate if I your mash words. words together, sorry, not sorry. That's just me. This is why I do the podcast to try to talk. He talks talk better. He mumbles much less since he's done the podcast. I will give you that. There's, you don't hear me going what as often unless you're yelling at me from the other room, and then you're like, "But I'm here," and I'm like, "Here means nothing in a house with multiple rooms. <laughs> what is here?" And you're always like, what'd you say? I'm like, I'm just mumbling. Fuck you, cat. And like, you really needed to know that? You had to ask me why seven times? Well, you might have been saying something important. <laughs> I never say anything important. This you should know this true. I don't now. know why people listen to our podcast. So we're going to ffxiv-eureka.com. <laughs> and this is where you're going to be able to track all the notorious monsters that get beaten in your instance of Eureka. So if you go into Eureka and you're like, holy shit, we got a new uh, instance, which holy is great. Shit. That has been my favorite part of Eureka when we get a new instance and we can all kind of come to a consensus of where we're going to start, where we're going to move. And so if no one set, if no one offers up a tracker. Sorry. What? I'm laughing at chat. Okay. <laughs> I distracted him. Sorry, guys. Desmond made me actually laugh. I had to try to stop. Well, he says, he says, what is here? What is life? And I said, Shrek is life. <laughs> he said, no. Did I get you to watch that eventually? No, somebody, I watched it okay. yeah, on my own. He's like, stop that right there, right there. <laughs> All right. So, so if you go into an instance and no one has a tracker up, okay. you can go to the site and select uh, start new tracker. And then when you get to the page that it gives you, at the top, you will see the tracker ID. If you shout that in Eureka, people will be able to view your tracker. And also under the tracker ID is the password. Uh, if you want other people to be able to mark uh, mobs as killed, you can share that password. And then they can log that password in and be able to help you keep track of all the notorious monsters that get killed. And also it's nice to give it out to people. So if you leave that instance, people can continue on with that tracker. Yeah, our last run of Eureka together, there were actually like two or three trackers going on. And I tried to use the one that was linked the most often, but I they ended up not having enough people with the password because that's, that's when we discovered like you really do need the password. We're doing it and like, oh, I can't. It's not like the Aurelia 
where you can, everyone can kind of update mm-hmm. it, the hunt tracker there. But there is a way to clone a tracker and start your own with the same information, and that's what someone ended up oh, doing. Oh, okay. And that then sharing sense. the password well, for the new one. Well, and had said earlier there's a way to make it public as well. Okay. So you can make or, it public. There are a couple different trackers, so I think that's actually what he was trying to say. There are public trackers. Right. So, you know, there's this but whole this Google is, thing that, like, information is on. This is the one that I have seen most often in Eureka groups. So that's how you can start your own. And if someone else is just shouting it, you copy and paste the link with the tracker ID in it. You get the password and then you just log in with the password. And then you'll be able to hit killed oh, for Notorious Monsters. Sense. So it's pretty easy. And it's uh, nice too because if someone calls out the name of a monster, you can look at your tracker and there's a little map symbol and you can click on that and it will show you where it is. Mm. So you can kind of do a position thing if so, if no one calls out what position it is. Fair enough. And yeah, so I like it a lot. I always keep it up even though... That's what she said. I always keep it up no matter what. That's uh, what she said, not him. Sorry. And he just reiterates, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, And it also tracks day and night, so it will let you know how long until night for certain mobs, because you can only kill, you can only pop ones at night. It will let you know when uh, the next Gale's weather system is coming, which you need to kill the Wraiths or Pazuzu. And, and and if you do see people, which you will, when you see people coming into Eureka going, is Pazuzu up? That's because it actually is is needed for a quest. Level 15? No, that's, uh, you need Pazuzu feathers to get your final relic. You need Mm. three feathers and you can start accumulating those at level 19. Got it. So that's why everyone's like, they'll actually do a lot of uh, zone swapping with the different Eurekas to try to get Pazuzu whenever he's up. That's why everyone is so annoying with the Pazuzu, all the Pazuzu. And the most annoying part is if you've already killed Pazuzu, they keep on coming in and you just have to go, we killed it, we killed it, we killed it. Or you just have to ignore them and let someone else say that. Yeah, but then they just keep on yelling and asking. I'm okay with that. It's annoying. Okay. I've killed Pazuzu probably like five or six times now, and I'm not Ooh. even not even close to level 19 to get any sort of benefit from it. Yeah. It's like, just join these groups, and eventually like one will kill it. Like, just help out in the meantime. Unless you're, unless you're time pressed. Who the fuck am I to tell you how to play? You Don't know, listen someone, to me. Uh, Desmond just said he honestly believed that Pazuzu was a Lalafell boss, which actually makes sense for the nomenclature that is standard for a Lalafell. Have to be named like Pazuzu Mazuzu or something yeah, like I that. Know. But you that's just like his last his first name. You don't know his last name. Like it's Pete. You know? Like I'm not going, hey, is vegan Pete here? I go, hey, is Pete here? I have no idea what type of point you're trying to make right now. You have two names. Alright. Pazuzu doesn't. He might. You just don't <laughs> know it. That's my point. Pazuzu Chew is what Chili says it is. Ah. Chili's the smartest person I know, so he I'm going to go with that. He's pretty smart. Pazuzu Ooh. said, my mother sucks dick in hell. I wouldn't have read that on the podcast. <laughs> Not that we don't talk about dick and fucks and ass, but... That's what uh, McLeod has to say. Yeah. All right. Pazuzu talking shit about moms. I don't know about that. No, I like my mom. I want to hear more Pazuzu mother jokes. And we'll read them next episode. Or just, yeah, just tweet them out to us. Pazuzu mother, mom jokes. All right. Or Spriggan genitalia jokes, because I think that's funny. All right. Um, before we get to listen to reaction, you wanted to uh, remind everyone? Oh, yeah. So we had a request a couple or a few weeks ago now to do an Ask Me Anything segment. 
And we received a decent amount of questions so far. So I think we're going to do that segment next week, but it's not too late to get any questions you might have for us in. All you have to do is email them to us at shehealsitank at gmail.com or tweet us at shehealsitank. And uh, so they don't have to be about Final Fantasy fourteen. This is Ask Me Anything. Uh, you know, whatever you want. We got married last year. Ask us about planning a wedding. We bought a no, house no, wait, last wait, year. Wait, wait, wait. Ask Avi about planning a wedding. <laughs> it's, it's not a lie. It's ask us anything, I guess. I A-U-A. Uh-huh. The, the, the wedding part. Yeah, you just showed up. <laughs> That's how you do it. You're very good if at you that. Want me, if you want me to tell you how to do it, ask me. <laughs> just show up. Uh, so, yeah, we've got a lot of life experience. Avi's run a business on our own. So uh, I think we have some questions we can answer. Whatever you want to shoot our way, we'll be more than willing to answer. Now it's time for some listener reaction, Avi. What you got for us? How about you read this first one? Mioni Ace says, First time watching this podcast tonight. Have to say, pretty damn entertaining. Please go check out their Twitcherino for future content. And thank you to at AJR30. Oh, thank you to Mioni Ace as well. For saying, um, well, no, it's a thank you for what they tweeted. That's why I typed this. (laughs) Be like, no, they they tweeted at she, she Heals I Tank halfway through this week's podcast and I hear, I hope that guy that just retweets all the contests doesn't win. Look at my Twitter history. Oh, shit. Are they talking about me? And so I was like, oh, maybe they, I don't remember how I wrote that. Thank you. I just thought that was funny. We weren't talking about Aja. Yeah. I don't know. I, I read this <laughs> stuff up like honestly hours ago and I don't remember why the thank you was. So thank you, Aja. I feel like one of my... Twitches are one of my tweets are missing. I somehow lost something in translation. Well, if Avi screwed you over this week, she'll find that tweet yeah. and hook you up next week. And I also want to say thank you to at Chili UK, at LV27 Lunatone, and at Eskimono Fono for all the awesome compliments on the uh, photo of the birthday cake that I made for Pete and my moms. Our moms' are, birthdays are two days apart. Um, and if you've listened for a while, you know I used to own a bakery. So um, I don't bake very often. But um, when I do, it's fun to share. It was probably the prettiest cake I've, I feel like I've ever made. So it was fun to share with you guys. So thank you. I really appreciate so it. So if you want to go look at something you can't eat, check out our Twitter. <laughs> my mom actually told me that because uh, there was leftover cake. And I, we, I told my mom to just bring it to work and give it away to people on Monday. And, and she was like, I could have sold your cake to half a dozen people. Like one person said they would have paid $200 for it. Her like, mom works with specially challenged people. But those are the people who are the adult counselors for them, not the okay. not the individuals. She wasn't trying to sell cake no. to uh, challenge people. No, she's not. She's not trying to have the mentally disabled. <laughs> she's this is she's talking about the actual counselors. Um, we should have shared it on in- Instagram, Miria. You're right. Um, it's on my personal Instagram. I didn't even think about putting it on the She Heals I Tank. I'm bad. There's so many different social media things. When I had my business, I just like linked them all. So that yeah. when I shared it on Instagram, it went to all the different sites. And I'm a big old dum-dum, so I don't know how to do that. <laughs> and pretty much all the socials handled by me. Yeah. So I'll, I'll set up our Instagram so that it'll start automatically tweeting. So uh, it'll go out everywhere. <laughs> okay. And now we have a couple iTunes reviews to go over. The Aww, coup Aja. says, fun and informative. My wife and I play Final Fantasy fourteen, and Pete and Avi's playful bickering. I, I like that we come off as playful. <laughs> And not bitter. 
I'm not. We're too young to be bitter. Give us 20 years, then we'll be the bitter bickering couple. <laughs> Pete Navi's playful bickering endears them to me. If I played on Adamantoys, I would join their FC and try to be their friend. You would be our friend, my friend. Uh, I, as I'm stuck on Midgard Somer. I'll just pretend we're friends. Oh, actually, that reminds me. So I'm going to talk about uh, something that happened to me this week or like an interaction I had with someone. God, her, uh, so I was in Kugane and I saw this uh, female Mikote who she had like uh, the dark blue skin, which I fucking love a Mikote that isn't tan. Sorry to all you tan Mikotes. Like, it's totally cool. I'm a green skin Mikote. I like it when people kind of play with the colors. And she was a dark-skinned Mikote, and she had white hair and, like, golden eyes. And there's, like, fucking awesome glamour that, like, went along with it. And I understand how much work people put into their characters and their glamours. And so when I see one that I appreciate, I tell them. I'll send them a private tell and say, hey, I really like what you did here. This, this, and this looks good together. I think it's a great glamour. Because I know that when someone tells me, it's like... Oh, you noticed. Like, thank you. I, I really worked hard on this. And she didn't respond. And a single tear runs down her eye. <laughs> well, and I'm assuming it's a she. It might not be a she. I don't know. But, but women tend to. I assume everyone on the internet's a dude. <laughs> well, but there's a, there's a level of care to certain glamours that is usually a woman or a gay man. <laughs> like, guys don't seem to reach this level of their, on their female characters. So they didn't respond. And I was like, oh, maybe they're just AFK. It's cool. And then they get back and they're like, oh, you know, thank you so much. That's so nice. And then they, she goes, I think Solil something, Loon or I don't remember her name, Solil Loon or something. And she goes, by the way, I was just out walking my dog and I was listening to your podcast. And when I came back, I was like, oh my God, it's Avi from the Shields. I take podcasts <laughs> sending me a tell. <laughs> Which like her geeking out like made me kind of geek out because it's not something that happens. It's not an interaction that happens very often. So I just thought it was really cute on on both our ends i ended up becoming friends with her because anyone that's like really enjoys glamour and like that side of the game is someone i enjoy talking to so uh salil if you if you hear this podcast you made my day as well so thank you (laughs) that's a pretty cool story because usually it's just people messaging us no listen to your show or something like that. it was so random it was so perfectly random you reached out to them not even knowing they listened and they're They're on our server it wasn't someone in eureka well eureka kind of opens that up which is nice because of the cross server like open world kind of thing but uh yeah and and actually um i can't say whether or not your glamour game is strong because i've like haven't seen you on your main server so um i I love you honey but you're a lala and your glamours look smushed (laughs) can't see i will never play a lala because you can't see the gear more Avi, more Lala hate from Avi. It's, I mean, they're adorable. They're very cute. The only Lalas I really like is like when you see a male that's like overly sexified and buff trying to be, or the female that looks like Alice in Wonderland. Those are my favorites. That's kind of it. Uh, I just saw it in chat. Uh, <laughs> Aja had a mama joke. Yo, ma- I think we have to start everything with Pazuzu says, though. So okay. if you're going to send us any mama jokes, go Pazuzu says. Okay. Pazuzu says, yo mama's so fat, she cues as a full party. <laughs> Solo. Everyone's like, pew, 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 shots fired. <laughs> Potato in a blanket. And we have one more iTunes review to go over. Venjik, a good friend of the show, Venjik, writes, fun and laid back. This podcast is great for anyone who plays or is interested in Final Fantasy fourteen. Each episode has great conversations about various aspects of the game with a little marital back and forth thrown in. Highly recommend. Also, the show is live on Twitch, which gives you the opportunity to be a part of each week's episode. 
Thank you so much, Venjik. And uh, we're trying to get your voice even more incorporated to the show. I think we did, we did a pretty good job this week. Thank you to all of our callers. We had Oaken, we had Pyroxian, and we had Chili this week. That was more than I expected. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, I sh- oh, Aja just said I should do a Lala Glamour Challenge. I would send me your... If you guys want to tweet out, so I'm we have She Heals I Tank or I'm at Aviale on um, Twitter. You can tweet to either of us. And uh, tweet out your best Lala Glamours, and I will tell you what I don't like about them. <laughs> now, is this just going to be you ripping on people's glamours? No, because or... if they do a good one, I'm I'm not going to be a jerk. But if it's a well-put-together glamour, then I will admit that. But if it's just a potato shoved into a sock, I'm going to say that, too. Isn't that every Lala Glamour? No. Oh, okay. Some of them look good. It just takes a little more effort because so much is lost with the Lala because like the gloves and the boots and everything are so tiny. But every once in a while, you get those ones who really like it. It requires the whole group to be put. No, don't you dare make me change to a Lala for a month. No, in chat, McLeod said is if Avi loses a bet, she should be forced to change to a Lala for a month. I think that's actually funny as hell. But someone else would have to pay for that Fantasia because I'm not wasting one of mine or two of mine on a Lala. Maybe when we do our, our next extra life stream, if we raise a certain amount of money for children's hospitals, Avi will have to change to a Lala for a month. Oh my god, I'm okay. I don't want to. Um, what? I, no, I was gonna say I even made a femro. Like I like femro. I would totally be a femro over a Lala though. That's that's so I can't even say that because I like femros. I think they're fucking badass butch women. Um. So yeah. All okay. right, Avi. That was a pretty good idea for your Lala glamour challenge. Uh, do you want to give away a prize for a winner? Well. Me okay. Another pair of carbuncle slippers. Sure, if you want it, Pete's Pete's very givey. So, but I mean, this, we can only do a prize if if I get three or more Lala glamours. If I only one person sends or two people send me a Lala glamour, I and it can't like be chilly sending me three. It's gonna be three different people. <laughs> <laughs> if you tweet our email or whatever, get to us your favorite Lala glamour. Then and- I will I will pick my favorite. And I've explained to you what my favorites are already. And you only get one entry. One entry. So, or you can send them all. We'll pick the favorite of that, but it only no, counts as one. No, just send one. So make sure your glamour is on point before you send it. And you want to give people uh, one month to get this done? Sure. So four That's weeks. That's a long ass time. I'm going to totally forget about you this. You can do it. You can do less than a month if you want. Let's do two weeks. So in two That's weeks. long to me. You got two weeks to get your la la glamour on point. Because you say this, Pete, like you're like, like people have to actually work on this glamour. No, no. People who glamour are like, oh, bitch, I know exactly what glamour I'm going to put on my character and I'm going to tweet that to you. Like, if someone did that to me, unless it was themed, I would like, that's the glamour. I know exactly what glamour I'm giving you. So two weeks gives people time to listen to the podcast and then respond with it. But people know, they know, everyone but yeah, you. But how many people are actually Lala's? Right, which means it's still a reasonable amount of time. They still have that same kind of glamour mentality. So yeah, and then I like the live stream idea. Well, I don't like it, but it's a very it's it's. I don't want to play a Lala for a month, but it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hate all my glamours on a Lala. I hate sexy female Lalas. <laughs> all right, so those two. See, those two reviews took us to 38 ratings or reviews on iTunes. So I'd really appreciate if anyone uh, 
listening right now has not reviewed us on iTunes, just bump us up to 40. Oh my I'd gosh, it's kind of cool if we got to 40 reviews. Like to get to a nice round number. No, that's just like, that's a good amount of people to write reviews on you on not YouTube. <laughs> iTunes. There's so, the two sound in there. We'd really appreciate it if you help us get to 40. And it really is uh, so much a credit to you guys that so many new people find the show because they do look at those reviews and the ratings on iTunes. And, you know, iTunes is the easiest one for me to track, but I really do appreciate anyone who leaves a review or rating on uh, Stitcher, on Podbean. I try to read those comments as I see them. Uh, so it really helps us out a lot if you can do that. And it's really appreciated. And the more people that find the show, you know, the more generous I become. I'm like, oh, we got all these people. We can do giveaways. And actually, yeah. people are listening. So, yeah, the more people that subscribe to us on Twitch, all of that money goes back into all these giveaways. That's what mm-hmm. we are using it for. The reason we didn't do the giveaways before, because it would have been Pete and my hard-earned cash. And so now that we have subscribers, we're like, hey, let's give it back. And I've already put a significant amount into the setup, which I expect, because this is my hobby. It's and I hobby. expect to spend money on a hobby. Uh, podcast will never go away because we don't get subscribers or anything like that so don't worry about that it will never go away so we'll be like 80 years old we podcast in about final fantasy 14 well i don't know if final fantasy 14 will be (laughs) around in you know 20 years for you 60 years (gasps) for me um he's so mean but you know it's called she heals i tank that could apply to any mmo that (laughs) may be around in 20 years for you Avi. All right. Then you'll probably You're be dead. You're making me want to just end the podcast, you big ass face. Well, that's good because it's time for the outro. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I get into the outro, um, I want to thank Izana for, again for the uh, decor. She did it on our house live on the decor. stream on Twitch. Decor. There's a big old dick. Decor, you ass face. Um, she worked on doing, this is like a craft room. So we've got all those little, like we said, all the uh, furniture elements that give the buff for the different crafters. And I love that it kind of has that feel that people are actually like working in this room. And uh, there's lots of books and stuff. I think it's a really fun, quirky, cool space. Um, and that is going to be it for this episode. As always. Well, we got one more uh, Pazuzu says. Pazuzu says, yo mama's so fat, Yoshi gave her her own housing district. Because she's so fat. I get it. Yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to make a Pazuzu Says Twitter account, that could be fun. You'll get all of the followers that are Pete and Chili. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is going to be it for this episode. As always, we've enjoyed hanging out with all of you live here on Twitch. So thank you so much for spending your time with us. Uh, be sure to hit that follow button so you'll know the next time we will be going live. And a big thank you to everyone listening to the podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, or whatever new app there is that I'm too old to know about. You really are the reason that we keep making episodes. But remember, wherever you do listen, it would mean a shit ton to us if you gave our little shit podcast a rating or a review. Or, you know, just told a friend to check us out. Here with Vegan Pete, I'm Avi Ale, and we will talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.